Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find those solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, will we ever find out what William got me for my birthday? And, <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot about that. That was, God, that seems like ages ago. The listeners haven't. And what can you do if you've left your house with no deodorant on? Oh, I do that all the time. By the way, I prefer women's deodorant. Have I told you that? What? I've, I've, I've started wearing women's deodorant. Oh, it started with that birthday present I gave you, and now it's <laughs> creeping up your body to your armpits. Honest to God, ladies' deodorant smells so much better and fresher. It does. Uh, right. Try telling me that in year 10 when I just stunk of Lambert. Lynx Africa. I was just going to say Lynx Africa. I was just going to say Lynx Africa. Uh, and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual like any ants. Oh, William Hansen, UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not, Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more penthouse, you're more outhouse. <laughs> Credit to Andrew Ford for that one, and apologies to Paul last week for uh, misplacing your name for last week's uh, marvellous one. I think I'm more penthouse, you're more Wendy House would have been better. <laughs> well, you, look, that's next week's. Oh, that is off Only Fools and Horses. Have you heard that joke? Oh, is it? Yeah. Grand I mean, I like Only Fools and Horses, I just haven't watched it that many times. Yeah, there's a great line in it, Grandad says to Rodney... What are you going to do? Get her a Wendy S. Anyway, it's really funny. Mm, um, I'm sure you have to be there. Who should we toast to today? Well, we're all, we should just say that you are back from Spain, just in the nick of time. Yeah, well, I mentioned this in the bonus episode. It's not the nick of time. I actually got back in plenty of time. I, I had, mm. We're talking days. I got back days before the... Well, um, it's lucky for you, but unlucky for the rest of the nation. Yeah, I could have been quarantining. I feel sorry for anyone that's had to quarantine for... 
Yeah, magic mm. coming. Yeah, anyway, who should we toast to? It's no fun. Well, do you know who I'd like to toast? Go on. I would like to toast Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Cornwall. Have you seen the photos? I mean, admittedly, this was last week, but it was it was hugely momentous. She not only went about her day-to-day royal engagements in London wearing a gorgeous face mask, setting the best example for the rest of us, but also, for probably the first time ever, someone as senior as she is, she walked from home to her engagement. So there was no car. She walked down the Mall into Trafalgar Square from Clarence House to the National Gallery. I think that sets a wonderful tone. Wow. Wow. A royal, what? a member of the royal family's got off their arse and walked at corner shop. It's not the corner shop; it's the National Sodding Gallery. Well done, Camilla, for getting off your arse and walking. Well done, love. Gosh, you're as red as your skin. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you're just joining us, because I know we get like new listeners all the time, we we, we haven't recapped this. William and I drink uh, uh, a gin and the bonnets, the Queen Mother's favourite drink, and we always toast to somebody at the start of the episode. And today we're going to toast to... The Her du- Royal Highness, the Duchess of Cornwall. Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Cornwall. No clinking. Well, we can't clink. I mean, that's one of the great advantages of recording remotely, as we have oh, been, yeah. been doing for this series, is is that we can't, we can't smash our goblets together. Uh, fair enough. Right, remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. We talk about it all the time, but really, your letters, your DMs, your problems help the podcast sound so much better, better than us two harping on about what we've been doing in the week and that. So Your problems make Jordan feel more normal. Yes, yes. So send you tales of trepidation. Any issues that Jordan might have in his life are offset by seeing how messed up your lives are, Jim <laughs> Divas. That's what he's trying to say. Couldn't put it better myself. So if you've got any messed up problems in your messed up life, help at sexinmyboss.com or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. The address on the website is sexinmyboss.com. Just get, get in touch anywhere you want. Insta, Twitter, email, letter, pigeon... And if you're enjoying what we're doing in lockdown, we, we always enjoy reading the nice reviews on iTunes or wherever you can leave them, so you can always do that. I suppose in many ways, Jordan, we're like Trisha and Kilroy together. That's how I see this show. <laughs> I mean, if that isn't a reference to somebody that's 30, coming up to 31 years old, I don't know what is. <laughs> ben, do you know who Kilroy was? No. Okay. Oh, God, is that how long we've been doing this series? You're nearly 30, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I can't believe Ben does. Kilroy used to be an MP that had his own chat show, daytime chat show. Um, but yeah, William's right. Leave us a review on iTunes if 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 if, if you if you'd like. Well, how's your week been, my friend, my buddy, my old pal? Uh, yes, it's it's been all right, thank you. Um, I have bought for. In fact, it's going to be brought in. Come in. Thank you. I forgot it. Oh wow! Thank you very much. So. Thank Look you, at that perfect timing. Absolute I know, it's, it's almost as if I text him. Um, so we've had a few fruit flies on the terrace. And so I Google citronella candle. Mm-hmm. And the first citronella candle that comes up on Amazon, and I thought of you, Jordan, is called Chic and Raw. <laughs> and so every night now when Mike and I go outside, we get this one out and sooner or later we're Chic and Raw on the terrace. <laughs> So you must come over. Oh, I'd love I, mean, to. I don't really know who who thinks to brand a candle chic and raw. Chic and raw. A citronella candle is neither chic nor raw. 
It definitely sounds like a basement bar in Soho, doesn't it? Yes, I think. <laughs> or Canal <laughs> Street. <laughs> anyway, she can roar. She can roar. So that's how you and Mikey have been spending your evenings. Yes, that is. Uh, wow. And the fruit flies have cleared up. They don't want to see any of that. <laughs> They've buzzed off. Uh, I bet. You've been all right? Been on a Spanish downer? Uh, I've been on a massive downer since come off my holiday. Apologise for last week. I, I was a bit drunk whilst I was doing the episode. And You were a little tiddly. I, I'd been on the vodkas and the beers by the pool all day. And I, I realised, and I, I know this now, I'm quite annoying when I'm drunk. Also, what to ask you, like, when you come off holiday... How long do you wait until you do your washing? Because I've not even unpacked yet. You haven't unpacked. You have been back four days, Jordan. Four days? I've been back over a week. and I'm not- No, 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 no. I didn't say you've been... Oh, I said you've been back for days. Not you've been back You need to days. get back on them elocution lessons. Honestly, you're slipping. Your standards are slipping. You need to wax your ears out. Um, yeah, I've not... I know. What is... Because I, I... Right, I'm going to do this, right? People that unpack as soon as you get back off the holidays like the same day or the day after yes that's me psychopaths complete and utter psychopaths people who do it two or three days after fair enough but how about your toiletries and your sponge bag do you not need to get them out nah you got your life in order after two or three days four to five days then you're like pretty normal how about your female deodorant do you not need to unpack that I didn't check any did I I only took hand luggage and then after a week I mean I've got a big backpack full of you can put deodorant in your hand luggage yeah, no, but my mum's got it all out there. I've got boxes that are, like, probably stuck to the bottom of my backpack. Yeah, I need to get Your that. suitcase is probably worse than a wet market. <laughs> there's probably more viruses in it, put it that way. Yes, when there's a second wave, we'll know why. <laughs> it started in the greater, greater, greater London area. If you don't laugh, Gian Divas, you'll cry. That's my saying. Um, so, yeah. Um, we put on our uh, Instagram, a lot of people have been messaging, a lot, I, I get a lot of messages on Instagram saying, what on earth was Jordan's birthday present? Can you remember your birthday? That was a while ago. Uh, what did I give you for your birthday? People are desperate to know. I've had all sorts of propositions and offers, mm. and I've remained tightly lipped until now. Yeah. So here are some of the guesses that came through on Instagram of different things. Popular choices were, this is a fascinating insight to the minds of our and Divas, dressing gown, handcuffs. Oh, for God's sake. Anal beads. Oh, for Christ's sake. Where, a signed, where, a signed copy of William's book. Got one of them. A dildo. I mean, the copy of William's book. I've got a copy of that. Nipple tat. Not can, just to clarify, I've not got a signed dildo from William. Not yet. Wait until your next birthday. Uh, nipple tassels. Yeah. However, congratulations to Jenna, Laura Springer, Emily Baines, Janice or Janice Peck, Janice. Clara McPeak, Hannah Fielder, Becky, Cat, and Minnie Chubb seventeen, who all got it right. Yeah. And Jordan, I'll let you tell them because, you know, okay. it's your present. For my birthday, and I wish, I don't, I, I wish I could. And I will, Jordan, I will, I, I'll help you out here. I will explain to the g and after you tell them why I got you this. Yeah. 
And it was a sort of a joke present, but I know deep down you would have liked them. Um, I don't know what I've done with them since I've moved flat. Uh, William Hansen, for my 30th birthday, got me a pair of sparkly high heels. <laughs> Four inches. A size nine high heels. Now, it's 2020 and do what you want, I say, but... There is no real reason why he got me these hands. Well, there is. No, William's got it in his head. Right, explain. You explain. Because when we first went on... I think on on our very first live show, we did a little skit where I I put you through one of my um, finishing school type lessons. Uh, Because when I go to China, not that I'm going there anytime soon. But when I used to go to China, I would teach a class called Ladies Elegance Class. Their words, not mine. And William and had his own high heels for this I class. Would, yeah, I, I'm very comfortable wearing high heels. I can walk in high heels better than most. And I felt that I should teach you how to walk in high heels because it would be hysterical, because you are not the sort of person that would normally put your trotters in high heels. So we did this. You you were well. You were terrible at walking in high heels. But then every time we were planning another one of our live shows, you'd always go, uh, c- "Can we can we do the high heels thing again? Do you think I could I could wear?" And I thought he's so desperate. Clearly, to I've tapped something inside Jordan that he didn't think was there. And I thought, I'll just give him a pair of high heels. Because you, you gave me for my 30th birthday a load of rubbish that I was never going to use. Hey. So I thought, well, you gave me ten of men, Jordan. Yeah, you're 30 years old now. And don't forget the lube. Yeah, ten of men lube and a Frey Bentos pie. So quite <laughs> frankly, you got off lightly with a pair of, of heels from New Look. Right. First of all, let me explain. The heels, I only wanted to do... So, we, like William said, we went on tour in the first... When we first went on tour, we did a sketch where we, we wore the heels and it got such a good laugh every night that I wanted to do it on the second tour. That was all. And then... Yeah, and I said, well, we've done it. Yeah, but then I was like, is there any other way that we can incorporate me wearing heels? It was funny. It's not that no. I liked wearing There's heels. There's no other way to incorporate you wearing Actually, heels. Actually, don't you have a video of me opening on, on my birthday? Yes, I've got all sorts of videos of oh. you. God. So there we go. William got me a pair of sparkly high heels. And as soon as all this is over, if Jordan, right, I put them on, go out into Soho. No, I will do you. I will do you. A, I will. I'm I will, sorry. I will do you a, a deal here. If Burnley oh. win the FA Cup, because I really want us to win the FA Cup. Okay. If Burn- I don't even know if that's a possibility. If Burnley ever win the FA Cup in my lifetime, I will go out with you in a pair of high heels. We probably won't be able to go out around Burnley. I know it's 2020. No, no, to be honest, I probably wouldn't want to go out around Burnley in high heels. Yeah, I mean, I know it's 2020. I think but... we'd probably have to go to Amsterdam, and even then it would be touch and go. Yes, uh, let's let's not sugarcoat it. <laughs> I'd touch you and then you'd go. <laughs> so there we go. The only way you're ever getting me back in high heels is if Burnley win the FA Cup. So there. Right. Mm. Continuing a theme, um, something I completely forgot about, I had blanked it out of my memory, and again, I have apologised profusely to you, Jordan. You and I haven't discussed the incident. Oh, God, yeah. 
Yeah, does Ben even know, know about it? We, I don't think he does. G and Divas, we don't do this to like purposely tease and wind you up, but something happened, you might have heard it, the episode, the bonus episode a couple of weeks ago where we went to Fortnum and Mason for afternoon tea. Something happened that was <laughs> between Mill and William that was really awkward. Should we just say what it In is? A, it was a back passage off Piccadilly. It was actually as well. We were walking back to to whatever I think we were walking back to Paddington Station to come home, or well, to my home, not yours, it's miles just... away from where you live, and it happened. Yeah, I didn't mean for it to happen. Some would say that maybe that it you know it was always going to happen. How did it happen? How I still <laughs> I don't really know. It just sort of I think it, it was it sort of it was drawn there. It's because you were. It's because you were. I, I use my hands quite a lot in when, speech. And you were like, in your words, you you were mincing a bit, weren't you? And I think was I on a pavement and you were on the road, so that I was slightly higher than you. Yeah. Should we just tell them what it is? As long as you feel comfortable. Don't ask me how, but William ended up touching my. I can't say it. Your business. My widgie. And I'm really sorry. I don't know how it... It was... I mean... I did what so many girls and boys have wanted to do. It was so weird. And and then... then... (laughs) It was so weird because you did it and then we both pretended it didn't happen. And then I was like... And then a minute later you went, did you just... Yeah. And then you pulled me down a side passage and we sucked each other off. So, (laughs) one thing led to another. Is that staying in? (laughs) Of course it isn't. (laughs) Oh, please keep it in. If you keep that in, I'll do anything. (laughs) (laughs) You already have, love. Uh, So, there we go. The incident. That's what happened. I'm really sorry. Well, good. thank you. I wanted to ask you the etiquette of face masks, but I feel like we should just move on to your wacky word of the week. This is getting a bit tense now. I want to get. The, I don't. I can't look at you. Before we go to your wacky word of the week, I think a big question that we need to ask everybody's is getting everybody in uproar at the moment. What is the etiquette of face masks, William Hansen? Oh, I well, mean, wear one. I mean, look. If there's a sign, if there's guidance, wear one. No one is no one is above wearing a face mask, and if if that's the regulation, that's the regulation. Unless you are a microbiologist and you have some authority to to speak about the the pros and cons of face masks, bloody well, wear one. I mean, it's as straightforward as that. Do you think it's? I do, I mean, I love it. You know, do you think it's all right to wear these wacky designs and people turning socks? Yeah, look, if it stuff? if it makes it fun, as long as it's it's secure, it's tightly fitted, it's clean. Yeah, as long as it ticks all the regulations and boxes, then no no issue. So what is the manners? Because it's it's quite hard talking to people with it on, but that you know that's just it is what it is. I heard yeah, it, here. It, it, it is it is hard to to talk to people. I appreciate that, but you know, good man. I've said this before. Good manners about other people. They're putting other people's views, opinions, and needs ahead of yours. And actually, you're wearing the face mask not just to protect you, but also to protect other people. And that should be more important. Um, so whether you agree or disagree with one, just put it on. This isn't forever. Life goes on, and your life will go on for a lot longer uh, if you do indeed 
wear it. But if, if you're going to go and sort of confront somebody who isn't complying with the regulations, then rather than sort of going up and bolshily going, why aren't you wearing a face mask, which is never going to elicit the, the best response from them, uh, I would phrase it, are you able to wear a face mask? Because you never know, they could be exempt for, for whatever legitimate exempt, exemption. Yeah. Uh, but are you able to wear a face mask is a nicer way to put it. Okay. I've seen something on Twitter that says, treat your mask like your knickers or pants. One, do not touch or adjust, especially in public. Two, make sure the fit is tight but comfortable. Three, do not borrow or lend. Four, make sure it's clean. Five, if it's damp, change it. Six, don't go commando. And how many of those rules when it comes to your underwear, Jordan, do you stick to? I have single-handedly broke every one of those rules. But not with your face mask? Not with my face mask. If it's damp, change it. No, because, you know, sometimes if you forget to knock your drops off and you get the little circle on you, <laughs> Ben knows what I'm talking about. It's worse like when your rubber half notices it and go, have you not knocked your drops off again? And you get that little circle. So the lads listening, I know, you get the little circle. So... No. You I see, don't. if you wear tenor men, you don't get this. Exactly, that's why I got you tenor men. <laughs> Producer Ben's proper laughing here. You know the little dreaded circle. Yeah. Does she... <laughs> Ben's, Ben's going, cat goes mad at me for this. Yeah. But, yeah, so I can honestly say I've pretty much broke all of those rules. Four boxes. Do not adjust in public. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing worse than a man wedgie. Yeah. Nice. In fact, we... in fact, wasn't <laughs> in the first series, one of the first episodes, didn't I say mm. I've got some new boxes on? I said, yes, they... and you've got a fiver's worth up your I arse. I said, they would cost me a tenner and I've got a fiver's worth up cracking my arse. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, happy days, ten years ago. Right, William's Wacky Word of the Week. It's an adjective this week for you, Jordan, just to mix things up. Do you know what an adjective is? An adjective is a doing word. No, that's a verb. Oh, that's a verb. An adjective (laughs) is a describing word. Yes, well done. And this week, my wacky word of the week is... (laughs) Stop saying that like that. When it was Jordan's jolly joke of the week, it was just Jordan's jolly joke. This week, my wacky word of the week (laughs) is gentacular. Gentacular. And I'll tell you the definition after this. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. She was in my year at school, I swear. Not that joke again. <laughs> See? Right, welcome back, Jean Davis. I can confirm on Facebook, I'm just looking her up now, that I w- was in the same year as Gentacular, <laughs> that is also William's wacky word of the week. Gentacular, it means of or pertaining to a breakfast taken early in the morning or immediately upon getting up. What? What a nice word. So if you, if you have breakfast straight away... You have, and you then go on a walk. You could go on a post-gentacular prandial, for example. Gentacular. My, so my listeners will know what I mean. I have to thank Connor for uh, suggesting that word to me. Do you ever come up with your own content, William? Christ alive. Right, Jordan, read the next bit of the script. I'm going to sober myself up for the questions. Uh, just to let you know, tickets are on sale for our tour. We are going on tour in 2021. We would love for you to come and join us. Get yourself a ticket if it's you. Other half's birthday coming up soon and you want to surprise them or maybe you want to get in an early little end of summer present. I don't know. Just bring your friend or if you've got a mate that you think, oh, you, they'd like sex with my boss, get on our website and get yourself some tickets. It says here on the script, Jordan will wear his birthday present on stage if people tweet that they have bought tickets for our tour this week. You've got another birthday coming up before we actually are on tour. Oh, think God. what I could get you next year. Oh, God. Shall we anyway, go to the listeners' questions? Listeners' questions. The best part of the podcast, us trying to help out you with your everyday dilemmas. First one, please, William Hanson. This is from Connor, spelt C-O-N-N-A-H. His parents were liberals. Here we go. Dear William Jordan et al. We've used that you know joke what? before. His parents were liberals. We really need to start with. <laughs> God. Come on. I recently attended my local well-known high street optician for my routine eye check. Despite some changes due to the global pandemic, all was normal, but my eyesight had deteriorated and I was now shopping for glasses. Having narrowed it down to two pairs, a lovely young lady came over and asked if I needed any help in my decision making. She kindly advised and I had now made my decision. As the assistant escorted me over to the stand to measure up and take payment, we got talking and seemed to really hit it off. I am due to go back next week to collect my new glasses and was wondering what is the etiquette of asking someone working in customer service out. (gasps) Should I do this in person or try my best to find her on the gram? For context, she is around a year younger than me, and if the worst happens and she were to say no, I have an alternate optician to which I can transfer should I need to avoid future embarrassment. Thanks in anticipation. Kindest regards, Connor. Connor, all you need to do here is just put your number down on a piece of paper and your Instagram handle, and then towards the end, just be like, oh, here's my number, by the way. Here's my Insta, and that's all you need to do. And then if if she's got a boyfriend or she doesn't want to take it any further, then the ball's in her court. But don't you don't that avoids an awkward conversation of going, can I give you my number or can I get your number? Just get just put it on a piece of paper, a little sticky note, and be like, oh, here's my number. 
You see, what I would say is, Connor, that was before you got your glasses. So you might put your glasses on when you go into collect. <laughs> and you might go, oh, my God, and rethink. Yeah. So are you sure about it? I would, I would wait to do anything before you've put those glasses on. And if, as you're giving her the piece of paper, she's really keen, then get a number because she could always lose the piece of paper and that could have been the love of your life that you'd lose forever. So if she, you'll, you'll know, but you can't go wrong with a piece. Just put it on a piece of paper and just be like, oh, if she don't get in touch, there's plenty more fish in the sea, pal. Guess who I bumped I, into at Opticians? Everybody. Oh. But I... <laughs> I think the two Ronnies want that joke back. But I, I would say that... If the last um, four months have taught us anything, life is for living. So once you go and collect, yep, yeah, go for it. Do it in a nice way. Do it in a le- in a in as least creepy way as possible. Uh, I really like you. I don't know your personal circumstances, but if you'd like to go for a drink at some point, here's my number. Balls in her court. If you hear nothing, so be it. Your choice in in a year's time when you need another eye test to go back or not. And if she. <laughs> If she doesn't get in touch, you've got a joke for life there because you can say, look, the girl from the opticians never got in touch. I should have gone to Specsavers. Is it wrong that I was thinking that too? (laughs) There you go. Everyone's a winner. Oh, we should bring back Jordan's joke of the week. I can just imagine you now in the pub, Connor. Yeah, she never got in touch with me. Should have gone to Specsavers. You having another? Enough to make you wish the pubs were shut again. <laughs> next quote. Next question. Uh, this one is I from. Should have gone to Specsavers. Oh. This one is from Layla. Hello, William Jordan and Ben. Ben doesn't give his advice, so let's just keep this to William and Jordan. Yep. I hope you're doing well. This podcast has kept me amused and sane these past few weeks, so a big thank you. So, me and my boyfriend, she means my boyfriend and I, started dating just before lockdown was enforced, which was great timing. Now, lockdown is easing, and things are a bit more normal. My boyfriend wants me to meet his friends for a socially... She's put socially distended drink, which means distanced. For a socially distanced drink. Now, I'm known for being a bit giddy when I meet new people, but I think it's just to cover up how nervous I get. I tend to talk utter shit when I get like this, which is always a bonus. You and me both, love. He's told me stories of them, and they sound nice, but I'm worried I won't get on with them or they'll not like me. How do I stay cool, calm, and not make a fool of myself? I love the podcast and can't wait to see you in Manchester next year. Thank you, Layla. Layla, I do this all the time, like... I always try to be the cool, silent type, so... Well, you achieve one of those. I don't know, because it's hard, because then if... I don't know, you're going to have to help us both out here, Yeah, this is is my department here. Um, When you are meeting people, or indeed your existing friends, there is... I've noticed a habit with people when they're when they're listening to what i call sort of b or lower grade friends they they get into this competitive when someone is telling a story they have to do that oh yeah that happened to me oh me too this oh i don't do that no 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 i know you don't but when you are meeting new people rather than try and match the story that they are saying 
actually ask them follow-up questions. Oh, and how did that make you feel? Or what happened next? Oh, you said you broke your leg skiing. Uh, was it painful? How long were you in hospital? Ask them a follow-up question rather than think, oh, what story mm. can I say about my skiing accident? Actually, they're telling the story not for you to come back and compete with that story. They're telling it because they want a little bit of attention and follow-up. So give them that follow-up. Even if you don't say anything about yourself, they'll come away thinking, oh, I like Layla because, oh, I had a great conversation with Layla. Actually, they only spoke about themselves. But they will think that they have had a great conversation with you and learn lots about you, but actually you are providing them an outlet to talk about themselves because everybody likes talking about themselves. Yeah, it's the ultimate charm. It is. It's in that book I keep harping on about how to win friends and influence people. Yes, and do you know what? Like, a book written in, written in the 30s, which has, which has had so many more books written off the back of it that have updated what Dale Cummings had to say. still relevant today. Um, but do you know, for not. what it's worth, Layla, you, pr- you probably don't sound annoying and, and make a fool of yourself when you're drunk. I'm a very aware drunk. I mean, I, I get drunk, but I'm not like a, a violent or aggressive or messy drunk I'm not you're a consistent drunk because you're needy when you're sober and you're needy when you're drunk yep 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 I'm I'm I think I'm a decent drunk yeah Mm. Mm. I wouldn't Mm. know what it's like to be drunk next question please William Hanson this next question is from anonymous I believe hey they start so casual what's the etiquette when you're leaving a job and really want to tell your colleagues about your new job but you don't want to be like okay guys i'm leaving you for something significantly better than this shithole should i just go with it and tell them how it is or be considerate and pretend to be gutted to be leaving yeah pretend to be gutted i think that is probably the uh, the best thing we haven't done this for a while let's role play yeah. So, Jordan, why don't we pretend? Let's. What job could we give Jordan? A non-media job. Let's say Jordan, your former job as a builder. Okay. Okay. You're on the builder site. You've just got a great, exciting show on Sundays on Radio One every third week, and you're moving <laughs> to that job. How do you tell your friends on the building site, Bonzo and Fred? How do you tell them? I'll be Bonzo. How do you tell them that you're? Leaving bricklaying behind. Okay. Off you go. Alright, lads. Because that's what I speak like when I'm... I'm oh, you look happy, Jordan. Have you seen page three today? Even though there haven't been page three for about eight years. But have you seen it? Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen drugs like that since I last watched Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> Well, thing is, Bonzo, I'm I'm leaving building trade. I am. No. What? The thing is, this and pissing down rain. Why do I sound like Max from Max and Paddy? Um, it's just not for me. I'm I'm going down to London to live a life of the arts. It's what I've always wanted to do. It, oh my God! It's it's me. This isn't made out for me. I hate mud. I hate the rain. I hate the cold. And I'm. I'm just fed up of it of it all. I'm going to London and I'm going to pursue my dream of being a radio presenter. Oh, we knew you weren't cut out for this when you when you put on your high heels and minced across the MDF. <laughs> but I'll miss you. I really will miss you. No, it's you been, won't. I will. It's been great. I'll miss you. You've been such good 
people and good banter and I'll never get that wherever I'll go. Thanks and we'll stay in touch. I mean, you did sound quite quite hollow and empty there. It's because I'm not a very good actor. <laughs> I actually remember having that... Con- By the way, I actually had that conversation when I was 16. I hope you didn't do it like that. No, with a builder called Paul, but I was more was. nervous going home and telling my dad after. Wow. And what year were you doing that? So that was 2006 when I was 16. I was, I was, I was going to oh, do an okay. apprenticeship as a, as a bricklayer. And I'd worked for him for two years because I'd worked for him at weekends and after school and stuff and when I was in school holidays because, you know, when you do work, work experience in year 10, he, I got well, put I'll with him. Yes, did yeah. you not do work experience in year 10? Uh, I don't know if we did in year 10. Did you not have to go, like, if you left your form out late, you got put, you had to go to Boots for two weeks and stuff. But remember shelves. I, no, but you see, remember I was, I was, uh, it wasn't year 10, it was... Probably year 11, probably, I was made the school receptionist. Wow. I thought everybody did work experience. I remember my mate. Yeah, he did. I Because I wanted to be a builder. I remember my dad saying, get a trade behind you, get a trade. And then... I've, I've had a trade behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I just want to make that perfectly clear, but the joke was too, too good. <laughs> Uh, remember, if you have a friend like you that enjoys smut and <laughs> constant innuendo, please do tell them about our podcast. And if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at Sex with My Boss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com. Or you can write to William Hansen, aka Julian Clary, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letterhead and paper. The address is on the website. Jordan, I'm again, I'm so sorry about the incident that happened. I cannot apologise enough, and I can assure you, and I say this, G&D, I say this knowingly, I will not come now within five inches of Jordan. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, g and We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. 
So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.